I hit the wrong button, but that's fine. Hi! Whoops. Welcome to Spalljammer. Episodes um, in Spase. 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 And I, I have a warm-up question for the crew here. So this is this has actually come around in some some YouTube and Twitch commenting, uh, in that many people view the fifth. <laughs> view both Pine Saul and AAA as Muppet characters. That when they visual visualize them playing the game, that they're the Muppet characters, and that Helene is the one human character, much like Muppet's Christmas Carol, that like is this whatever esteemed actor that gets to play with these Muppets. So everyone's a Muppet <laughs> except Helene. So my question for everyone today, as we get warmed up and into this and we go around and I say hello to everyone, uh, is what actress is, plays Helene amongst all the Muppets? Oh. Charlize Theron. There it is. All right, Dan's got I it done her. already. <laughs> I love her. I think I like that it. might be, a, that's a pretty good answer. <laughs> I love her. Yes, I love her. I, uh, uh, <laughs> I had never thought about uh, us being Muppets, but I feel like that's canon now to happen. Right? <laughs> like that's, yeah, this is a this is a Muppet campaign. This is a Muppet sure. campaign So now. Um, how do we get her on the show? How do we, oh, uh, wow. I don't know. <laughs> she, can, she can replace me for a, uh, for a session. Charlize, uh, do you call me up. <laughs> Uh, we'll we'll work something out. I'm sure I can meet your Get rate. it done. Get it done, Joel. Uh, hey, patrons, we may need to up the monthly payments <laughs> to make this happen. Uh, welcome would, to would, Spell Joe. Yeah, go ahead, Drew. I would love to uh, hear Shirley Theron imitating Dan, <laughs> who is playing Helene. Yeah, yeah like, just I'd, that I'd voice hear, the hear entire that. time. Yeah. Improv. Mm. Super inconsistent voice. <sighs> Welcome to Spelljammer. Gang's all here. The holidays are over, which means it's back to work for everyone. And you at home can help support these lovely people and uh, get the get them paid a little bit and cause a little chaos on the show. That's right. You can do that. And we had two cards given out last week, one of them being a wish card for Pine, and that is just in a pocket. That's just there now which is great and wonderful. And I love that for all of us. Uh, but yeah, you can support us here by donating uh, $5 for a reroll, $10 for a nat 20, $15 for a thing we're calling Insight, which is a nice little internal monologue of any of the characters, and $20 for a draw from the deck of many. Woo, it's gone so well so far and the game hasn't exploded. So that's good for us. It's very good for us. Um, that being said, it's been quite a long time since we've played, gang like the actual proper true campaign. Uh, mm -hmm. Would anyone like to recap for us here for, for a nice little free natural 20? I would like to, but I don't think I can. Okay. I was about to say the same thing. This okay. I don't think time. I have the memory. <laughs> no, it's fine. I'll take it. I'll take the nat 20 and do oh, it myself. Oh, jeez. How do none of you know? There's been so much because I, I've been involved in both of the of the duo the, the, the one shots. Those, yeah. are, those are what yeah. I remember. <laughs> Dan's had multiple games of multiple weeks, <laughs> but we always make Cat do the work. Like, so the, the oh, for goodness sake! It's always funny though. <laughs> we did we, we did we get pretty close to dying again? Yes. All right, so. Oh, yeah. Oh, here we go. my party don't really remember what the heck happened here. I'm going to tell you what happened here right now quick. All right, so. 
which I miss him, what a face man with his robot chicken, and we get on board. All right, and then, uh, you know, Spylight Twig Lies, you know, he'd be like, I actually don't know how to go help you. We're like, okay, fine. But, you know, boss is like, uh, -uh I don't trust him. Uh, uh And I go, no, 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 boo is okay. So, then we start leaving the giant rock, and then all of a sudden, this whoosh, whoosh, giant jellyfish starts coming out from the sky in space. And then it starts coming at us. And then all of a sudden, poof, a genie in a bottle appears. Some kind of like weird, weird, you know, like a uh, magic mic kind of guy. And he's blue and purple and he, you know, starts taunting me and being really rude and stuff like that and insulting everybody. And he got like one shiny little fork, you know, and he goes around like poking people with it. And, and he ended up poking, you know, Twilight Sparkle Eyes, you know, real bad and real bad. You know, he, he, he didn't look so good. It actually looked really, really bad. You know, it was kind of embarrassing, you know, but we're, we're going to go past that, okay? Because don't tell him, you know, he's fragile, boy. He's fragile, okay? can't take any much more of this. So then, all of a sudden, Flapjack, he's knocked out commission. So then, you know, I gotta go. Pinesaw, we gotta go for a joyride, all right? You know what I'm saying? You know, technically, I'm not supposed to be riding the ship anymore, but you know, but, uh, you know, desperate times calls for desperate measures and, 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 and uh, uh, boss said it was okay. So, you know, I was, I'm not liable for any, any uh, uh, dam damages at the, uh, I did donuts with the ship, and I hit I hit the big jellyfish in space with ship, and uh, you know they don't make the ships like they used to. You know, back in my day, you know, you they'd be actually kind of reinforced, you know, for this kind of stuff, and, and it wasn't. It kind of you know, uh, kind of crumbled like a cookie, a uh, giant space fairy wooden cookie. Uh, yeah, anyway, so uh, I broke the ship, uh, and then we were stranded, and Magic Mike's like, ha, 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 I'm really pretty and you're not, and then went poof and disappeared with giant jellyfish. And we were like, oh no, we're stranded. And I'm like, you know what, I got this. <laughs> and I call us, call us a taxi. Uh, well, it's not really a taxi, it's technically a, a giant uh, pot of uh, space whales. So, uh, you know. I do my thing, you know, because because technically, you know, in my, in my hatch, they teach you how to talk to the space whales because, you know, it's really important because they don't want you, you know, you don't want to get eaten by one because they might confuse you for shrimp, you know, and you, I don't know, I, I know space shrimp, okay, you know what I'm saying, you know, I'm a rare delicacy, but not to the whales. So then we go over there and we go and uh, uh, we start boarding the whale and uh, everybody's hurt and I'm pretty banged up and uh, yeah, all right, DM, take it away. That was perfect and wonderful. Yeah, you did some donuts and you you whiplashed a space jellyfish. Um, unfortunately, our poor ship and Captain Elena Sartell's prized possession lies sundered in the astral sea. It's bad. Um, but we are now on top of what is called a Kindori. A large space whale with six glowing eyes that run the front of it, much like spotlights. Pine was able to animal handle their way to getting one of these enormous whales close enough that our crew could safely board and then try and figure out what to do next. We left off with uh, Crux reasserting that we need to go see his friend, someone he's calling Topola, 
at her tower. So we start our session today just on the backs of the whales, kind of swimming off away from the wreckage of the Morning Star. Everyone is alive, if somewhat banged up, but you have had an opportunity to at least take a short rest within the amount of time we've had. And now we float, hopefully in the correct direction. And I think we start with Crux saying things. Well, <clears throat> well it's all well and good that we've got on top of the Kindori here, but <clears throat> how do we direct the damn things? Uh, Wait, me. Can't, Wait, can't. What? You just talk to it again, Pine? Do you communicate with this thing, Pine? Uh, okay, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. You got a rope? Oh, yes. I, I believe yeah, we got some, some lengths, yes. Yeah, I think we got some rope. Yeah, it's somewhere in here. Okay, okay, okay. I, I need some rope, okay? Someone give me some rope. Yep. Now you tie it around me. Okay. You get a rope tied around yourself? Mm-hmm. All right, um, um. Uh, triple C's, can you be a crank? Well, I suppose I could, uh, I could turn myself into a winch of some sort. Excellent. All right. Take this other rope. He's going to take okay, the rope and put it, he's going to put it in his mouth. Okay, awesome. Woo! <laughs> You're just jumping, jumping off? I jump off. I jump off. Uh-huh. Next to its face. This eyeball. Yeah, so you kind of like swing dangling down mm-hmm. next to one of the big spot-like eyes. Sure. What are you attempting to communicate, Pine? Trying to attempt to communicate the direction in which we should be going. Okay, okay. Roll me uh, an animal handling check. As you've now met the eyes of the Kondori, that is a natural one. Oh. There is a response, and the whale just starts trying to get away from you, though you are attached to it. So now it is going in circles, attempting to get away from where you're dangling by one of its eyes, and we are in a tailspin. Mm. Anything else you would like to try, Pine? I'm, I'm tugging on the rope. Triple uh, A starts spinning his arm around like a like a winch. The rope gets just pulled into his mouth. <laughs> Pine, you're pulled back up to the top of the whale. The whale, now that you are gone, kind of rights itself and continues to follow along its pod that it's kind of gotten a bit separated from. Well, that didn't seem to work. Any other ideas? Well, it doesn't. It doesn't want to communicate with me. Uh, I think that's scary. So, what I'm gonna attempt to do is, uh... Yes? I mean, I could do that. But I don't really know if I want to do that. What is that? I was thinking about steering it with its eyelids. Well, I, I, I don't want. I, I, I mean, I don't want to hurt it though. You know, normally, like with you know, like certain creatures, you can kind of direct it by by you know applying pressure in certain part. You know, 
like of its body, you know, and it starts, you know, like as as a like a reflex, it starts kind of like going that way. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, uh, yes. As you sit and ponder, I think Flapjack speaks up here and says, "Oh, hi, Flapjack here. Thanks for the rescue and all that. Being alive is quite nicer than being dead. Um, could we not just try something that has to do with the lights again? Seem to follow that over here the first time." Perhaps we could put a light on a, a stick of some kind and maybe lead it about. You're a genius! Oh. Do you have a stick? I have tentacles. And I got the light! Close enough. Yeah. <laughs> I think every stick was lost with my ship back there. Play? <clears throat> Well, don't, I mean, don't look at me. She was driving. Yes, she was driving. Um, I said it was okay. I, 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 yeah, I mean, I think you did the you best know, you could. You did. I, I can't, I can't fault you. I did, I did say no donuts, but I, you know, you had to improvise and it's, it's all right. Well, that does seem to be a good plan. Perhaps instead of a stick, we could, um, have two separate light sources. Uh, be able to lower one down on one side where the eyes are, and then another on the other side where the eyes are to, to get it to turn about in various directions. You guys know better than I do. These are just ideas. Pine, you're the master of light. <laughs> I got it. What direction we want to go? Well... Pulls out a really wrinkly star chart and opens it up. Poplar's Towers. Oh, you see that star over there, Pine? We're going to be trying to head directly in that direction. All right, I gotcha. All right, Triple A, you ready? Re ready for what? We're going to put that crank to work, all right? It's go time. <laughs> well, <clears throat> good thing I greased uh, it before. I should find some right. to, yeah? <laughs> He's just gone. I believe that would be wise. Yes. Just <laughs> I jump. Uh, I cast uh, all right. light on myself. Okay. You cast light <laughs> on yourself. On my on my hand. Okay. Uh, and so you like swing down to one side to try and get him to go in a, in a specific direction, right? Um, also, additionally, there three cards are being drawn right now. I just want you all to know that that's happening right now. Thanks, Guild. Uh, wow. So we'll see how that goes. But yes, you jump down to that one side. And I think with this, the light instantaneously kind of disorients the Kandori. But also, it seems to pull that direction as if drawn towards the light. A feeling, Pine, that you are very, very uh, used to. So you, it pulls and you're trying to keep an eye out here. I would love a survival check so you know when you're lined up with the place that you need to go. Now... That's a natural 20, and oh. we are on both sides today. Goodness gracious. Redeemed herself. Excellent. Okay. So, yeah, with that, Pine, you for the perfect amount of time until you, you know, had to yell at AAA to draw you back up, right? You've got the Kandori kind of situated in this fashion. And on a natural 20 here, I think it's very easy for you to basically just keep it in line. Every time it starts to stray off one direction or another, you kind of just drop yourself down onto a side where the eyes are and reorient the creature back in line with where it should be going. Nicely done. 
you're going to travel like this for, for a little bit of time. Is there anything that you would like to do uh, with the intervening amount of time? Uh, or not? This is like uh, rest actions, any discussion you want to have on things, or... So yeah, the, go ahead. The, 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 I don't... So I wrote down... This is this is the confusing part between all of our sessions. Sure. I wrote down a number. Mm -hmm. It seemed kind of low, and I couldn't remember as, if it was from the last one shot, and that's what I replaced it with, or if I'm already full health. I'm just going to say I'm going to rest just to... Sure. For to... anybody watching and keeping track of all this, <laughs> I'm going to rest. I'm gonna I'm gonna go into my trance because I don't sleep. Mm -hmm. uh, Helene's just gonna gonna go trance some away and get her stuff back. Yeah, try for a four-hour trance. Essentially, you will be able to recover pretty much everything. Um, yeah, I mean, cool. In, in this amount of time, essentially, what's gonna end up is you're gonna get a long rest by the end of this. So, what are any downtime okay. actions you would like to take? Now is a is a great time for those. As I continue to draw the rest of these cards. Um, yeah. You said we get a. Short rest or uh... long. By the end, by the end of this, long, okay. get long rest. Uh, okay. Basically, Pine, thanks to your nat twenty, we don't have to do a whole lot else because you've got it figured out. So well done. I sweet. I, I think that uh, AAA, if I remember correctly, before we jumped onto the whale, I had I had regurgitated a little stop mm -hmm. out of my out of my stomach cavity. Uh, <laughs> I would like to. I would like to go and, and investigate little stuff. Okay. After having my <laughs> my, my vision quest uh, yeah. about his true origins. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Just you just want to look at the little red panda. Yeah, I want to kneel down next to him and just look him eye to eye. And, yeah. Tell me your secrets, little creature. Looks up at you. Licks a paw. Mm. A silent type, huh? Don't worry, I'll get to the bottom of it. I always do. It looks okay. at you and then rubs its little belly, and there's a grumbling sound. While this is going on, I have the rope hanging out the side of my mouth the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I've got it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, you stay close to me, though, because I'm going to need some of that luck looks at you then he just kind of climbs up on you and starts playing with the rope that's you know taut out of your mouth don't touch that it, she's gonna well you know what it, it'll probably be fine go ahead okay yeah he's just gonna mess with you yeah. as a little so animal I'll just, will i'll just uh i'll just sit around and sit, sit down and hang out a little stop keeping one eye I guess because mm -hmm. I can do this with a robot. One eye is this way, the other one's this way. Benefits of being side, a robot, it's, yes. <laughs> it's uh, it's definitely staring uh, at the robot parrot, keeping a, keeping an eye on that one. Roll me a perception to, check, please. Looking to see for any, uh, yeah. you know, anything check, suspicious. Uh, yeah, looking at the parrot. Let's see. Oh, God. On a two. <sighs> that parrot's up two different to, ways. That parrot's up to something. We don't know what it is yet, but that parrot's up to something. Yeah. All will be revealed in time. <laughs> I sit there. <laughs> oh, I love it. Okay. 
Uh, yeah, so, Helene, you are resting. Pinesol is working. Pine, is there anything in specific you want to do? Like, there are times where the whale's just, like, going straight, right? You don't have to redirect anything. Is there anything you want to do during some of your downtime? No, I think I'm going to super hyper-focus on steering this whale. Super hyper Wow, I never thought I'd hear Especially since I kind of a... Hyper-focus well, on she, anything. She feels a little bad that, you know, the boss, you know, destroyed the ship, so... What? Okay. I mean, <laughs> it was, it was their fault. Uh, okay, excellent. Uh, and also with that, Pine, uh, choose a number one through three. Uh, three. Okay. Okay. Um, and let's go. Yeah, triple A, choose either one or two. Is there a way to flip a coin in here? Oh, you can slash R space 1D2. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, that is the wrong keyboard. Okay, I'll go. I'll take it to two. Two it is. Okay. Well, that leaves Helene with one. This is good great. Choice. This is good. This is all good. This is all good. Uh, okay. Excellent. Time uh, moves on here, and you're able to take your rest as the whale continues to travel. Um, Sparkle Ice, Xanth, able to recover. Crux, Sartell, Flapjack, everyone's looking and feeling all right. The near-death experience of being abandoned and lost in the Astral Sea after, you know, the destruction of the Morning Star now behind us. Sartell does seem very sad, but, you know, happy to be alive. As time continues to pass, eventually, Pine, you are leading everyone here, you see something. A tower perched on a flat-topped asteroid that is probably 180 feet above and 100 feet away from both sides. The asteroid is rather small. The tower itself is crooked, surrounded by a cloud of twinkling cosmic dust. Crux, coming up to you here, pulls out his spyglass, looks through it, and examines the rock where the tower stands. A decrepit wooden pier jutting out from one side. He looks down, he goes, All right, Pine, this is it. We're gonna bring him in nice and slow. That, uh, that pier can't take much jostling. You want me to steer this thing close enough to the dock and not jostle it? Yes. You've done quite a fantastic job already. I figured this would be perfect for you. Okay, I'll, I'll give it a shot. <laughs> okay, Pine, how do you want to try and accomplish this? Just give me something. What do you think? All right, so what Pine is thinking is, well... Well, she's thinking about to the time where she may have uh, partaken in a certain uh, pirate game a while ago with steering ships. So what she's going to do is she's going to kind of drop down and kind of turn the light on, but it's going to, but she's going to blink it. Okay. You want to do a little blinking light to maybe get yeah. <laughs> to spook but it But like, I'm going to blink, but it's going to be in sequences. So it's going to be like, 
fast and then it's gonna go slower and slower and slower and it's gonna stop. Okay. Okay. Absolutely. Um, oof. you can make me either a like a spell casting check, which is gonna be a wisdom, just a straight wisdom roll, or animal handling again. Remember, you do have Ooh. you got that nineteen. Never mind, you got a nine twenty in your pocket. Just as a reminder for the the uh, the recap, yes. nineteen is perfect. Love that. The blinking light does seem to slow the Kandori's, you know, approach. Seems a little maybe scared or unsure of where to go, but you're able to get it to stop with the blinking lights just to the side of the pier. Scores of pelicans and mollymocks and other smaller birds are nesting on this asteroid as you approach the rickety dock. The end of the dock. Two gray shark-like creatures fight over the remains of some pelican? A woman in frayed robes and bare seat feet sits in a rocking chair at the base of the tower watching the fracas, her face half hidden by a wide-brimmed hat that has a blue jay perched upon it. The woman leaps to her feet, brandishes a staff, and snarls, Go on! Yeah! And a fiery ray springs from her fingertip, frightening away the shark-like creatures as the Kindori makes it to the dock. Crux looks at you and gives you a reassuring and appreciative pat on the shoulder here, Pine. That was incredibly well done. Wow. All right, well, uh, all, all ashore, who's going ashore? I can't believe we didn't... Uh, we should get off right now. And exiting off the ship and the ship. <laughs> the whale. Ship. The ship? <laughs> the whale ship. purposes of the ship. It's a ship. You see the woman before you. Uh, Topola. And I'll, I'll present this to you and, and for everyone here in chat. Topola is a young woman with somewhat curly blonde hair. Blonde bangs that comes down to her shoulders wearing these intricate blue robes and she has a little bird perched atop her head that she doesn't seem to notice barefoot and walks out towards the uh decrepit and rickety pier well i'll be is that the commodore crux <laughs> yes my lady it is indeed i <laughs> and he you know as hurriedly as you've ever seen Crux move, goes to embrace Topola in a in a hug outside of her tower. She looks kind of appraisingly at everyone here. Well, welcome, welcome. Please do. Um, I suppose you can leave your whale ship docked here for a time being. Oh, uh, uh, I mean, it might say, it might not, you know. Oh, I believe it's, it's right all right. And as everyone gets off the Kandori, it leaves. It yep. just yeah, goes. Yeah. It takes off. Yeah. Okay, bye. <laughs> Triple A is going <clears> to <throat> put an arm in, in front of uh, Helene as they get off this ship and see this individual. Uh, <clears throat> wait just a second there, uh, boss. Are you, <clears throat> you seeing what I'm seeing? Uh, enlighten, enlighten me. There's two of them now. As he's looking at the mm -hmm. bird on her head and the bird <laughs> on <laughs> the shoulder. <laughs> mm -hmm. There's, there's some behind this. I don't know what it is. Some sort of conspiracy. Well, I mean, 
what if that's just I don't know you know you know have you ever had you ever had a pet as a kid I, I was never a child so no okay well did you did, did your the person that made you or whoever made you did they have any like little animals running around yeah I mean there were some animals running around the the carnival uh, back when I was mm-hmm. you know one of those shoot 'em up games yeah so like this is my this is this is what I'm thinking maybe and I could be wrong but uh I think the birds might have the people the humanoid things as pets and they're just oh. animals running around and doing their bidding it might just be That's normal but like odd for us well that is a that is an interesting thought now <clears throat> what what if and just follow me here what if the birds are actually some sort of symbiote and they have uh, taken over the host mind okay what so yes that's terrifying i don't want really want to think about that too much but what problem does that serve us what, what can you calculate in that computer brain of yours well, I mean, it could be any number of things. I mean, it depends on the uh, depends on the symbiote and where it's from. And uh, I'm, I mean, I'm sure it'll be fine. I, I mean, I've gotten along with the with all types before, so why not uh, why not these guys too? All right. Well, do me a favor. Spit shine your your lenses a little bit and, and make sure to keep an eye on them. Okay. Hey, but we'll do. I might have to borrow an ounce or two of spit though. Uh, talk to Pine. I think she's got the goo. You know what I'm saying? It's a good call. Because <laughs> he goes to ask Pine for the goo. <laughs> yeah, as you go to, to Pine to ask ask for goo here, I think Crux turns around. Oh, come on, then. Don't all be strangers. Toplo's a good old friend of mine. Come, come. And she'll speak up here. Say, yes, of course. Uh, you are all welcome in my home. Now, um, Crux here tells me that we have some business to attend to, but... Ha, I would not have that until we are properly settled in and I have given you a quick tour of the tower. Please, come along inside. That's pretty tall looking tower, I must say, lady. Why, thank you. I made it myself. You made that all by yourself with only your two hands? Well, I did. Well, in that, and some magic and these lovely fellows in here. And she'll walk inside, and you can see inside something somewhat familiar, at least to AAA. Auto gnomes. Four of them on the main floor here. Each of them sporting quite a large and illustrious mustache. They are all identical. And in this first room here, they seem to be tending a garden. Four ring-shaped garden terraces line the walls of the cylindrical chamber. They're vertically spaced, every 10 feet brimming with luscious fruits, vegetables, and golden wheat. The four mechanical gnomes wear harnesses tending to the plants. The harnesses are attached to ropes that loop around pulleys affixed to the ceiling, enabling them to hoist themselves into the air and move from one plot to another. Most of my sustenance comes from here, and these uh, fine gentlemen uh, help me create it. Oh my gosh, look at all the friggin' oh wow, it's triple, triple! Days. What the? Why are you related to anyone? 
Uh, well, I don't know. I don't think so. <clears throat> but it seems that we have walked in on quite the party. Let me tell you what. the uh, These fellas, I can assure you, have got uh, a bit of mischief about them. I can see it in their eyes. This should be a good time. As he oh. walks over to, to one and yeah. puts a hand out toward the honor numbs. Yeah, the one that's just kind of like floating in the air. And it and it looks at you, and it doesn't seem to understand the, the gesture. And Topolo goes, Oh, I, I did notice that you were traveling with an autonome yourself. Um, is this one programmed to, to do anything in particular, Mr. Commodore Crux? He eats a lot of stuff. Oh, uh, 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 AAA, please, uh, you better do the explaining rather than me. Well, I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not sure. It, I'm, I'm fully uh, aware of what it is you're insinuating there, ma'am. Well, autonomes are programmed to particular function. That is what they're supposed to be for, as a assistance and a mechanical, uh, you know, friends, I guess. Most of them don't even speak, which is why I find myself quite surprised that you do. Uh, maybe you can make yourself acquainted with Orwick 1, Orwick 6, Orwick 3, and Orwick 8, fashioned by the brilliant scientist, Mr. Orwick. Uh, <clears throat> well, uh, I'm a little confused here, but uh, uh, I can assure you uh, uh, I might be a friend, but uh, uh, no one is, is programming me. At present, anyway. You are what we would call a rogue autonome, is that correct? Well, I, would, I wouldn't say that. I'm more of a maverick if in my own. Whatever <laughs> words you prefer. I, I take offense to the word rogue. <laughs> well, I... Why? Because you want two boss? No, I'm not a rogue. I'm more of a... a special type of person. I don't know, I just don't like the word rogue, okay? And plus, like, this, uh, AAA is our companion, I, I, our, our, our friend. Perhaps my, my wording choice is incorrect, but autonomes upon creation will obey creator's commands when functioning properly. <laughs> but design flaws can cause autonomes to um, forget its orders and wander wild space doing anything except what it was particularly designed for are you are you um are you bad and rogue if uh you don't listen to your parents anymore <laughs> well i i i do not mean to insinuate anyone doing bad things i my experience with autonomes are the ones that you see here hey boss what's up does that question apply if your if your parents you know birthed you and then died right after? No, the the question no the question was to show that it doesn't mean anything. Pine, no, you're fine. You're, oh, you're, okay. So I'm this lady here, whoever, whoever, whatever you, wh this person here is saying that our friend happens to not be like us. Well, I'm well, happy to be a little he, different. He well, of course he's different. A mechanical gentleman, is he not? And uh, you're what? He, he was. I'm sorry, my my, my dear autonome. I, I do not know your name. I am Topola <clears throat> of the Tower. Well, uh, it's nice to meet Topola you. Uh, uh, you can call me Triple A. 
AAA, it is a pleasure to make your acquaintance. I do not mean any harm in this. I, I was only wondering by which and whence you were created and perhaps who your creator would be. Oh, I know what is this thing crazy thing thing is for. It's in his name. It's in his name? What what do you mean? Yeah. You don't know plays triple A. Assert attack acquire. That's that's correct. Oh. Well then I suppose uh, <laughs> you've been following your directive if you're traveling with Mr. Commodore Crooks. He is rather assertive and he does know how to acquire things. And I do see he is carrying his guns still, so I assume he is also capable of attack. That also stands for apples and apricots. Well, I like that, that one. Be, that would be that's too many. That's too many A's. Apples and apricots. Uh, Thry Queen. <laughs> no, uh, what, what, what is your name? Little person. I'm Pine Saw. Pine Saw. Pine Saw. Would you like an apple or an apricot? I do grow them. Yes, please. Please do come. Very inside. much. And, and I do not mean to offend Mr. AAA. I was only curious in, in perhaps what your directive might be. <clears throat> well, as far as I know, uh, the only directive is the one uh, th that I choose at the moment. And uh, usually it's whatever the boss says. That is a wonderful <laughs> piece of freedom that you are afforded, Mr. AAA. Well, uh, I guess I never thought about it that way, but it's it's it's... I suppose it's mighty nice. As Triple H slowly puts a dueling glove back in his pocket <laughs> that he was clenching. Well, I, I, I do I, believe it's the same freedom you have. Oh, of course. I, now, I, I do want to let you know, Mr. Triple A, that these autonomes in my tower are, well, their directive is to care for the things here and for myself and my person. They have not um, come to their senses as you have. Most autonomes are created without your capabilities. Well, um, that's uh, that's very interesting. I will, uh, <clears throat> out of respect, I will stay out of their way. Oh, that's all right. That's all right. Please do come in, and uh, she'll reach up and take what looks to be an apricot from one of the Orwicks and hand it to Pine. Here you go now. Well, you are free to anything in this tower as my guests. And don't worry, there will be a time for us to, to eat as well and get to know one another. But please, shall we continue the the tour? Yes. Oh, alright. The second floor is accessible through this pulley system here. There's openings in the floors and ceilings connecting the tower's three levels. The rope and pulley system serves as an elevator. She approaches it, grabs hold of the rope, and just says, Up! And those of you on the platform begin to rise up into the second floor. The tower itself is illuminated by continual flame spells, bathing the interior in bright light. From the inside and outside, the, the tower initially appears to have no windows, but as you arrive on the second floor, Topolog reaches over, touches a wall, and opens up a window four feet wide and ten feet tall for you to look out upon the expanse of the astral space. She looks at you, Ongs. 
Now, this is the second floor here, and uh, where are my my quarters are? There's a modest kitchen here, and two of the uh, of our Orwickian friends uh, will prepare in some food. And kind of drag everyone down into a kitcheny space. Two mechanical gnomes are preparing dinner. Furnishings include an unmade bed, wardrobe topped with birds' nests, and a bookshelf packed with astrological texts and more birds' nests. I read books here and take my meals. Our gnomes, the Orwicks, have no shortage of recipes. Today's repast is a deep-fried night scab of steak with a lunar bechamel. Yeah, I could just go for an apple. Oh, there are plenty more apples to be had, my dear Pine Salt. Now, please, come along. Come along. She'll take you up to the next and last of the levels here. The third floor, there are two mechanical gnomes using rags to polish a 10-foot-long copper telescope at the center of the chamber. Dozens of star maps lie across tables, also littered with sketches of planets and otherworldly landscapes. And here is my observatory. I acquired the ore wigs from the same fellow who sold me this here telescope. Allows me to spy on all the worlds in this system and gaze at stars and other systems as well. She walks across the room and touches a wall, whereupon another one of these windows opens in front of the telescope. Would you care to have a look, anyone? Yeah, I'll take a look. Why not? Good. Now, please just step I mean, up and place... I got a ball in my mouth, too. Okay. Place one of your, your bright little eyes right here to the viewfinder. And as you do so, the telescope seems to be pointed at the planet you recently escaped. Toril. Toril is covered in crystalline vines engulfing the entirety of the planet. Hey! I know that place! Oh, is that right? Now, were you there recently? Uh, Hopefully not recently. The whole crystal vines Oh, yeah, yeah, situation. yeah, yeah, before that. Yeah, actually, it was right before that, technically. Like, it was, it was when we were getting... Oh, wait, hold on. Well, I said something about, like, uh... Uh, needed no basis. Uh, Boss, what was that again? We don't know what you're talking about. No, sure you do, boss. You know the thing with the vines and stuff? Uh, wasn't there a whole you remember thing the about casino? why I've, I've been brought on board here is to um, help stop the um, expansion of the crystalline vines? And He looks over at Helena. Oh. Now, what in the astral space is going on here? Huh? Is there something that you all need to tell me? We don't need to tell you anything. Why? And, and perhaps, perhaps you can enlighten me as to why you arrived on my doorstep riding a Kindori of all things. Mr. Crux, as far as I know, you have your own ship. He looks down and takes his hat off and wrings it in his hand. And, oh, well. Unfortunately, Topola, I may have lost that ship in a bit of a gambling debt. Oh, Mr. Crooks. <sighs> she places a hand on his big shoulder. It will be all right. You'll be able to get your ship back one day, I know. But that does not answer the question upon how you came to be in riding distance of uh, Kindori. 
and I believe I am owed at least some moderate explanation. She looks specifically hey, at Helene. You don't, you don't ride, you don't ride them like normally? No, my dear Pinesol, no, I do not. We oh. don't even know how we did it. Not, not really, at least. I do. I, we gotta, we gotta, well, you may, maybe. We gotta talk about that. <clears throat> uh, okay, fine, fine. There's a problem going around. I don't know how you don't know about it yet. Uh, it sounds like uh, if you're as connected as you say you are, or whatever you might be doing here in this place... Um, if you are referring to the Xerixian Empire expanding its influence by planting these crystalline vines across many different planets, then yes, I am fully aware. Now, my so question you know, happens to do with what are, is your involvement? I mean, we're just trying to be a... Uh good people i guess we're trying to be heroes trying to make some money no no yeah no. we're oh oh mr crux it seems that you have fallen in with another crew of misfits what doesn't this feel like home <laughs> and he looks up and smiles oh they do remind me of the old crew toppler they are quite the cards in their own right and well despite as much as they don't like saying it it's a couple of hearts of gold in there somewhere Mine is made of uh, sure. straight copper, please. And I'm sure it is just as shiny. Far more valuable these days. But I see <laughs> underneath one of the hoods back there that there is some quite sparkly eyes for one you call boss and another one of which has yet to speak. Two astral elves in our midst. And yet we are speaking of Xerixian empires and and their influence. Oh, you're talking about Twilight Sparklies. He's my bodyguard. Hold on. <laughs> okay. Why? Why? Why does that pique your interest? I only, of all things, what do we have to do with them? Well, I only wish to know what your allegiances may be before we begin to speak of dismantling one of the most powerful empires in the Astral Sea. I, I feel like we've been clear about that. I feel like uh, your only holdbacks are uh, maybe the fact that you think you're better than everyone. Excuse me, I do not believe that. I know that. Okay. Uh-huh, yep, there it is. There it is. Now, <clears throat> the bodyguard you said, Pine Salt? Mm-hmm. Xanth will pull back yeah, his, yeah, yeah. his hood here, his long white hair spilling down. Uh, I was uh, Lieutenant Zanth of the Xerixian Empire until I was soundly defeated by Pinesol and the crew. I did realize the error of my ways and find myself in alliance with them, thwarting what atrocities my own people are committing. Yeah, see, we thought that he was going to, you know, come after us, and, like, you know, we took him as prisoner, and then I was like, oh, you're not that bad of a guy. 
and then we all had a moose and then we we're like okay we'll drop you off at this rock you know you don't yeah, here, take your armor too, you know, it's okay, you're gonna need it just in case, you know, you might get, you know, killed or stabbed or robbed or something on a rock, you know, because you all, he wouldn't last a couple days. And so then we went and we met, uh, we met Mr. Fancy Pants with his bird, uh, who's still a robot, broken at the moment. And then we come out and then we notice that, you know, Twilight Sparkle Eyes is there with a lot of his elven guard and we're like, oh my gosh, you betrayed us. And he's like, I'm sorry. And then when I got hurt, he's just like, just kidding. And then he stabs them. And then, yeah, so he like double, double crossed them. And yeah, now he's, he's hanging out with us. It's a classic story. There are quite a lot. Triple A, remind me to sit down with Pine again and go over this whole need to know stuff, whatever, yeah. All right, my friends, you are in safe hands. Commodore Crux and I, well, we used to do some sailing back together. Many years gone now. You are welcome here to sit and rest and eat and make yourselves at home. Though I do think, now that the tour is at an end, Commodore, what would you like from me? Begin to talk some business. Rocks again looks at her. Well, I was hoping you'd have a map of Doom Space. There are rumors that there's a bit of a coalition pulling itself together to array itself against the Xerixian Empire. I'm sorry, Mr. Crux. I do not have a map of Doom Space, but I do have something that can assist you. have an Ori, a wild space Ori. It is um, an arcane device that can track the positions and movements of suns, planets, moons, comets, and everything within the system itself. Projecting a map for a potential spell jammer to observe and navigate through. But I do have a request before parting with such a gift. Here he comes. A void scaver has started prowling around my tower. I call her Big Mama because she's enormous. I'm surprised you didn't come across her on the way in, but then she can be hard to see, except for her big single red eye. I'll give you the Ori if you slay Big Mama for me. Seems pretty straightforward. That's kind yeah. of what we do, honestly. I am very. I mean, we're glad taking a here. job to finish the our current job. Not the first time we worked two jobs at one time. It's, I mean, I, well, I, yeah, I know it, yeah, it sucks right. every time. As a as a just general note, um, Pine, you get this sinking feeling upon being asked to destroy this creature. Your card... Wait a second. Uh-huh. I'll just drag you on over to this side here and be able to see a little bit better. Your card is the skull card. Your next combat will be much, much harder. That's what he said last time. Uh-huh. You were here last week when he almost killed me three times. 
So, oh boy. We'll do what you need to do to prepare. We'll have a bit of a meal and, well, feel free to relax for a time and, you know, we'll keep an eye out here. Perhaps I'll have some of the Orwicks set a watch to see when Big Mama's coming around and then you can handle the situation. Oh, that is good and wonderful. Now, um, well, let's go have a meal then, shall we? We're very hungry. <clears throat> well, that's all right. You can just sit there. This leads to a little bit of downtime, a conversation over a small meal, and whatever preparations you would like to make to handle the situation with this big mama. Any ideas I don't even, I don't... you want to implement? Uh. Uh huh. Where do you think exactly we're going to uh, find this creature? Well, she does seem to like coming up to the docks and eating my birds. So I would, uh, perhaps just outside, wherever one of my birds is, Big Mama likes to come prowling. What, uh, then, <clears throat> let me just ask here, then, uh, have, have you thought about what if, uh, you got rid of the birds? I beg your pardon, I would never get rid of my birds. <laughs> oh, sorry, you know how rare I, birds I are out in the astral sea? Yes, uh, yes, it was a, it was a, it was a foolish idea, now that I think about it, dude. Of course you wouldn't get rid of the birds, of course you wouldn't. What I, happens when you step away from your birds? What happens when I step away from them? Why nothing? They are birds. Yeah, yeah, like in, if you're separated from your birds. I suppose that they, well, the Orwicks would continue to feed them. and The tower basically runs itself and allows me my studies. I suppose they would continue on living. You don't just drop to the floor and become lifeless? Why in the world would birds drop to the floor and become lifeless if I am no, no, not in the room? No, you. Oh, no, myself. You. Do you think I am powered yeah. by some birds? I, I just asking a question. Just, just wondering. No. Just make a polite conversation. I do not know if this is polite, but it is indeed a conversation. Uh, no, I do not think, perhaps, that uh, I drop to the floor without these birds. So, uh, speaking of curious animals, what is that little red teddy bear looking thing that you seem to be traveling That's with? That's Stop. That is Stop? Just, mm -hmm. That's the name. What is... Lil Stop. What is a yeah, Lil Stop? It's like what you are to the birds. Yeah. Ah. Uh, I'm, I meant uh, what type of creature. I'm not sure I understand <laughs> what you are trying to say. Red panda. It's just a little, it's just a panda. You, you never seen a panda before? I have not seen a panda before. No, this would be my first time. Yeah, they're, uh, they're um, from, I don't know, the, the planet we were on before. Interesting. Planet Toril, the one that's covered in crystalline vines? Well, yeah, yeah pretty much the last of its kind, if you know. Yeah. That is incredible. Well, mm -hmm. um, 
It seems to be getting sick all in one of my bird's nests. And you look over at Lil Stop, and it is th he is throwing up into one of the bird's nests, just hacking, coughing, and bleh. And out comes a long piece of fabric. It can, and it keeps coming out of his tiny little body until a full cloak is set right there. Man, I love cards. Well, he's never done that before. Uh, <clears throat> Whose card is that? Triple A. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Triple A. Draw on the sun card, which is a wondrous item. Little stop regurgitated a cloak of protection that it had consumed at some previous <laughs> time. Theoretically, with my card, could I change that to mine? <laughs> uh, well, you do have the fate card. Generally, yeah, you would... You would change the I won't do that, but I would just think it'd be funny. Not his card. <laughs> the card lies outside the game. Sure, sure. I, I would just thought it would be uh, yeah, that'd cruel. Be really funny. That'd be funny. There is a vile-covered <laughs> cloak of protection on the ground. Oh, well, that oh, is curious. Uh, do all pandas do this? Ah, uh, yeah. Probably. Yeah. Triple A is gonna mm -hmm. pick up the the coat and kind of shake off the the vomit. Yeah. And then the uh, then he'll well uh, you know it's a nice piece of fabric. Uh, uh yeah. Come in handy. I do see the well the markings on it look to be somewhat magical. Are you sure it's safe to put on? Well, it's only uh, one way to find out. Yeah, let's let's find out. He's gonna, gonna throw it on over his, his clothes. Absolutely, yeah. And and as you do so, um, fortunate thing about the uh, the cards is that yeah, it is instantly attuned to you and your body. And for you, you get to decide what it looks like. What does your cloak oh. of protection look oh, like? Oh yeah, it it looks uh. It looks, uh, it looks like a, just a better duster than the one I was wearing. <laughs> Cleaner, <laughs> nicer, newer, more resilient. Yeah, just, just a Does nicer, just trim? a nicer leather with the, yeah, it's got all the, the trim and the, it's like one of those, uh, those like cowboy leathers. It's got the like embroidery, like branches across oh, the, yeah. the back. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. yeah. For everyone at home who may not be familiar with the cloak of protection, it is plus one bonus to AC and all saving throws while you wear the cloak. Nice. Hell yeah. Only one card left, yeah, and we'll get to that in a little bit. All right, Helene, you'll be fine. As you clean off this particular... Oh, yeah, I'm, all, I'm always fine. Um, have a meal and settle in. Do you have any ideas on how to attract Big Mama or handle the situation coming up? Guys, I, I... First of all, I don't know. It's... Okay, guys, do you think this Big Mama is like an, a bad person? Or is this... Are we getting set up here? It sounds like some sort of creature from what I was gathering. 
Yeah. So as a, as a yeah, note, you would know person. what a, a, a scaver is. Uh, it is a large space fish, essentially. Oh. Mm-hmm. Which you are eating a portion of scaver for one of these meals. Those mm. that are eating. Mm-hmm. So it, it, essentially what it sounds like is she just wants us to kill the wolf that's eating her chickens. Yes. Well, I... Now that I think about it, uh, how how big is he, is the creature? If I might ask. Well, Big Mama is quite large. Well, if you had to give it uh, compared to Pine Saw, how big? Compared to Pine Saw, I believe Big Mama could consume yeah, Pine Saw many? in singular gulps. That's that is what I was uh, <clears throat> hoping you would say. Listen, uh. It, Hey, Ponsal, you remember when uh, when you had tied the rope around yourself and, and I had winched it in? It, yeah. What if, and, and you know, you're spitballing here, what if uh, we used you as, uh, as bait to reel in this fish? You still got your costume? Crazy! You want me to be bait? <clears throat> but no harm will come to you. You you just get in the mouth and and then I reel it in and whoosh, job done. Make the robot bird do it. Well, that actually is not a bad idea either. Uh, <laughs> Commodore, would you could we potentially borrow your companion? He's got like a fork full of scaver meat just in his mouth. Or. <clears throat> Wait, what was that? Well, we were we were wondering if we could take your companion uh, there for a uh, for a, for a jaunt around the, the grounds. Um, well, I, I suppose I, I don't see why not. Takes the little parent. <laughs> Have a little fish. Eat a little fish and goes hands over a bird. This is the robotic <laughs> parrot, right? Yeah. Okay, this is the, the parrot that everyone but Crux knows is a robot. While I've got it in my hands, I want to investigate it to see if it's sentient. Okay. <laughs> how how do I, you want to evaluate that? Um. Because <clears throat> you're going to have to, it's like giving it a Turing test, right? Like, how do you yeah, evaluate yeah. that mm -hmm. the bird is I'm, sentient? As I as I as I turn away from from Crux Remote, I just whisper to the bird, "We're going to feed you to a giant space fish. Whereabouts you will be deceased." Polly want a cracker. Polly want a cracker. Seems fine. Well played. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh yeah, here, uh, give it a cracker there, Triple A. <clears throat> yes. Uh, okay. If if you insist. <laughs> Is he? Did Kurtz hear this? Oh, I, uh, I, he no, probably I heard the squawking of the parrot, oh. right? Oh, okay, okay. I, uh, I, I take the, I take the cracker, and I actually throw it in my mouth, and you just hear the sound of like blenders, like, <laughs> and then I'm gonna <laughs> baby bird it into. No! The <laughs> <laughs> Here, allow, allow like me. Cracker dust. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
will eat it. And upon it being done in a very, like, somewhat Iago-esque fashion, it leans closer. If you ever do that again, <laughs> I will yeah. find your off switch and never turn you back on. Well, well, well. What? Polly wants another cracker. Polly wants another cracker. I knew it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold on to that bird tightly, though. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. You got a mechanical bird. All right. Excellent. So the plan here, you want to take the bird around the grounds, and tie rope to it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it seems it seems willing to just go about this, right? Like it's okay. Um, okay. And it's just, I guess, keeping up the appearances. And so you want to go outside with the bird. Yeah, wherever the wherever the big mom is, I want to, I want to yeah. tie that rope to the bird and put the other end in my mouth. Okay. Rest of the crew, are, are we joining outside? See if we can't... Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. How, how tall is this tower? Like, the this first level of this tower. The tower itself is almost 30 feet tall. Second portion is okay. another 30 feet. The third portion is eh, just above 30 feet. It's about 100 total feet tall, but it is a bit toppily, right? Like, it's a bit angled. Mm -hmm. But theoretically, I could stand in one of these perches? Uh, if you would climb up to one, yeah. Yeah, okay. Is that what you want to do? Uh, before she gets here, yeah. Before Mingbama gets sure. here. Sure, I, I, I think with that, because remember, Topola can make windows in the interior. So you mm -hmm. basically just open up a mm -hmm. window for you on the second floor or something like that for you to just stand at or be out on the edge on if you wanted. You want to do yep, that? That's what I want to do. Sure, okay. Mm -hmm. So you're going to be kind of like up and out of the way. We've got two different maps for this. Everyone at home, don't worry. We'll just kind of... We'll make sure it's all visually Oops. cool. Um, yeah, and so AAA is out there. Xanth is with with Pine. Sartell is kind of like around that area too. I think Flapjack's probably just going to stay inside. Topola, you know, staying inside because, you know, she wants you to do the job. Um, does anyone else have a specific area they want to be in for this to try and like lay this trap for the creature? Any ideas? We can kind of just let AAA do the thing. Um, yeah. Pine, you don't have wings. You don't have like Featherfall or anything, right? Ow. Okay. I got four arms. <laughs> Speaking of that, uh, Pine, oh. when the time comes, uh, depending on how big uh, Big Mama is, I may need some assist uh, turning the winch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go right here. Right, right behind Triple A, and I'm gonna punch down into a ball and shoot into the ground, and I'm gonna use chameleon carapace, and I'm gonna blend into the ground. Yeah. Okay, roll mm. me, roll, just for this, roll stealth with advantage. Might want to tell Xanth to okay. hide behind a rock or something. Okay. You're hidden as much as you can. But yeah, Xanth, that's fine. He'll he'll hide behind the, the singular rock that's here. But Pine, you basically become the color of the things there. But your armor doesn't change 
it's still just there. It mm -hmm. looks like a rock-wearing armor, uh, which is very curious looking, but your body is at least hidden for the time being. Okay. So to do it properly, you gotta be the invisible man and remove your clothes. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, yeah, okay. Triple uh, A. What do you What do you do? I uh, walk out to the the dock where where the <clears throat> the the sightings have been of Big Mama and yeah. Uh, tie the tie the rope to the the parrot and. Uh, and then kind of release him up with that rope connected to my mouth and then I'm just going to stand there motionless just perfect perfectly sentry mode perfect I'm, even my eyes are going to shut down like the color and I'm just going to go Brrr. okay yeah yeah you can go ahead roll me a, a stealth check here as well basically you're just like just trying to be unnoticed right and we'll see how yeah. that pans out seven oh, no hell yeah no. And as the bird squawks about flapping its wings up above AAA's now somewhat powered down self, there's a ripple in space next to where the parrot is flapping about. And a creature comes out of the warp. It is very large. And it has very, very many teeth. And it also is, uh, well, I love the handout for this because it's very fun. Has one big red eye on a stalk. And it oh, makes its way very, very quickly towards the bird and our party. With she, that... Uh, she wants the eye specifically, right? She just wants Big Mama dead. I thought she said some. Oh, maybe it's just a description. Okay. Correct. But with that, we're going to take our break. And when we come back, combat with Big Mama begins. Shit, you don't fuck with Big Mama. You don't fuck with Big Mama. We'll be right back. Thanks for joining us for Spelljammer Adventures in Spasse. Okay. Welcome back. The Diefall presents Spelljammer Adventures in Spasse. And we're about to get spicy in Spasse with a little bit of combat. Big Mama has made their appearance here. I do need all of my compatriots to roll me initiative. Please and thank you. As Big Mama does take the swooping in out of the, uh, the portal there to instantly gulp up our would-be bird-like friend just, just taken. Triple A, just on a on a rope now, okay? <laughs> All right. Uh, do, do, do. And then I'll. Roll I rolled Crux myself instead in. of my character, but we can take we can take my roll if you want. You rolled yourself. Did you roll, did you roll a two? Oh my god. Mm. Yes. Good. Good. So we can do that one because no, 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 I like no, I didn't. No. You think you're getting away with this? No, that's why I said I was like, I wanted to let you know that I rolled, but I didn't roll it as like my character, but I still rolled. That so. is a that is a nice zero. We love so it, Pine. Counts. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh oh, this is perfect. As Big Mama snaps up the bird here, Crux the other. Polly! Oh no! Uh, quick! Uh, reel him in! Uh, uh, comes running out to where Triple A is. 
Come on now. Get him back. Give him back. Uh, uh, yeah, calm down. I'm working on it. As his arm is just like. Yeah, he's going to make uh, the crux is going to do a help action for this with okay. you. So that is going to be his thing. Triple uh, A, it is your turn. What do you want to do? Uh, ooh, that's a great question. I right? Uh, I mean, I assume I gotta try to reel this thing in. <clears throat> so I su suppose I would uh, spend an action doing that. All right. Yeah, thinking, thinking, gotta do the, uh, gotta do the action, trying to, trying to reel this, this fish down towards our party to pull it in. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, so this really is gonna be. It. It's too big for that. So basically, you're gonna do an athletics check, right? It's like reeling okay. in a really big fish. So it'll be a, context, a contested athletics check. You will have advantage due to the assistance from Crux, right? His big old hippoe arms trying to you know, crank this thing down with you here. Uh, and then Big Mama is gonna be making a, a strength check against. So go ahead and roll. You can roll it one more time here. Big Mama gets a 21 no. on her check. And so, as you're trying to reel her in, you realize you're at an impasse, right? And you can't crank any more down here, and Big Mama is pulling away from you. That is your action. Yeah. What else would you like to do? Uh, I would, uh, is, hmm. is my homunculus out? Yeah, I can, I can pull him out. He's just here. Uh, I have the juke, juke, juke little token i suppose as a as a as a not really a bonus action but I, I suppose the only thing else i would do would be to uh to kind of prepare him to uh to use his action when the when the fish gets close enough okay kind of hold his action okay what is the action he's holding um that's a great question i gotta remember what my homunculus can do <laughs> it is the uh i think it does like a fire uh, cannon. Yeah, you can do it. So he he functions or can function as your cannon. So he has like the fire cannon. He can do force that's ballista, right, I right. think, and all that stuff. Uh, let's do let's do force ballista. Okay. Yeah. 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 All right. Sure. So he's force ballista set up and ready for whenever Big Mama comes into range. Should that happen? Uh, excellent. I think Sartell yells out here. He's like, I mean, what what do you want me to do? I. She can run up to the edge here. It's gonna just like throw a dagger at Big Mama, I guess. Doesn't really have many <laughs> ranged options. That's a 13. That is not gonna be able to uh, to hit here as it goes sailing off into space. Helene, standing on the stairs currently of the tower. What do you want to do? Yeah. What? So how how far in did he did the Big Mama get rolled reeled in? Like she's not, not within super 30 feet, right? far. No. Uh. No, she, she is somewhere, like, up in the spatial area, some 15, 20 feet. Okay, I, sh I guess I should ask, if if it's reeled all the way in, is that is that within 30 feet of me? Uh, I mean, so she's out it, at the not, edge of the dock, totally is some, like, 40 feet, uh, and then up in the air as well. So... Okay. I mean, what 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 is the plan? What do you want to try mm. and do here? Well, because I I want to I want to uh, Starlight step onto the onto her. Oh. Oh. Uh. Ooh. Starlight step is thirty feet, right? Just total. 
Yeah. You could yeah. run, jump, and then starlight step. That's kind of what I was thinking. Yeah. So if she's like, it's, so how far total do you think she is right now? So you from you is? right now, so we've got it on two separate maps here. So at home, it's going to be a little bit weird, but uh, she is 50 feet horizontal from you. Okay. Uh, and then like a 10 foot drop ooh, onto her. A little, and a little below me. Okay, yeah. that's good. Uh, so I can make probably a 10, 15 foot jump, right? If you get a running start, yes. Right? And you see the edge of the tower here has about 10 foot start. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So from that, you can basically yeah. do a long jump here. Right? Which is your, your yep. strength in distance is what you can travel. Okay. Uh, strength and distance? Uh -huh. Ooh, seven feet? Okay. I'll give you an athletics um, check for the extra the extra foot you might need. Okay. And then you can starlight yeah, We're going to do that then. Okay. Absolutely. Right. So let me get let me get this thing going. Oh, yeah. That's a good two. Okay. So we look over to the side <laughs> here. Uh, and again, this is the other map that I have. And we're going to watch as Helene takes a running, leaping jump off of this here, is able to travel basically to here, and then starts traveling in an arc downwards, right? That's how jumps work. Yeah. And then you starlight yeah. step from here to up above it and then fall directly on top of Big Mama. Yes, sir. That is your movement and your action. <laughs> what else are you doing as you're now on top of the fish? Uh... I think I'm just holding on for dear life. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. So this is a, a grapple without restraining them. So roll me an athletics check to just hold on. Okay. Because the creature is going to travel, right? Yeah. Okay, that's a four. Mm -hmm. We will take mm -hmm. that into account. Excellent. Love that. Uh, Xanth, I think here, is going to pull out his longbow and probably yell to Pine. He's like, Pine, I know you're all bundled up at the moment. Um... I really hope I'm supposed to be shooting this thing. And it's going to just pop off two longbow attacks here. Uh, 18 will hit, 14 just misses. The 18 will hit for 10 piercing and 18 radiant damage. Yeah. Dang. Okay. Oh, good. It's Big Mama's turn here. Uh, we're doing a little quick math here. Uh, so Big Mama's kind of being held here and also has Helene up top. Big Mama's going to try and pull away from the dock. Uh, kind of back over to, you know, this far side this way. Uh, so what I need from AAA is an athletics check for to be Ooh. dragged off the dock. Wish I got a cloak of athletics. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a tracksuit. <laughs> that is that is a nine. Oh, no. Uh. Do I still have advantage? Is, is, is... No. So Crux, the, okay. the help action only applies for the one right, right, thing, right? right, right, right? right. Um, okay. Yeah. So from there, okay. You get dragged off with Helene Good. just out into space over this direction. You're now dangling out in space. Uh, which is good and fun for everyone involved. Uh, just pulled behind on a rope. Yeah. And then Big Mama is going to attempt to shake Helene off. And that'll be the action is to shake Helene off. So, Helene, I need an athletics check. Mm-hmm. 15 looks good. Okay, Big Mama rolls an 11 here. So you're able to keep your grip on the fish. All right. Cool. 
Pine, you've been hidden this entire time. What do you want to do? All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pop out. I'm gonna say, surprise! And I'm gonna cast a, I'd like to cast Guiding Bolt on uh, Big Mama. Okay, yeah, absolutely. Go ahead and roll Guiding Bolt for me. 22 absolutely will hit. Here, click Guiding Bolt, and we'll see uh, how much damage we end up doing here. Okay. We upcast it for 20 total points of damage, slamming into the fish. It goes... And as it opens its mouth, the rope slides out a little bit from where it had swallowed. And so we watch as AAA drops down a little bit further, still dangling on the rope. But you do deal 20 points of damage here and also mark it with uh, that magical glow. So anyone who attacks it next has advantage. I'm going to use my movement. Right there, right by the edge. Okay, right on the edge. When, when did Pine move to the bayou? <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, my mom's coming up, move on. I'm going to move on. I'm going to wind over here, you know, real quick, like with my little leg. Dango, dango, gators. I've been, I've been catching crawdads since I was a little boy. <laughs> <laughs> right. These big old fish ain't going to be nothing. Pine, do you have any bonus actions you'd like to take here? No, I do not. All right. Commodore Crux sees you flying away. Unhand my bird and my friends. And he's going to, with his muskets here, firing at the uh, the fish. His first one will be at advantage, uh, which will be an 18. That will hit. The second is an eight and sails wide, whizzing over Helene's head. Okay, that consumes why the, why, the mark. Yep. Why do I imagine Commodore Hux just being... Uh, 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 Danny, um, uh, from the Always Sunny. Um, <clears throat> what? Just blasting. Uh, Danny yeah. DeVito. Yeah. Just blasting, blast. dude. He really is. He pulls out both muskets. Just pow, 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 pow. Okay. That's what he does. He deals 11 points of damage, and that's about it. Triple A, you are dangling from a rope out in space, 15 feet below the fish. What do you want to do? Well, uh, I'm just gonna bite down on that rope to hold myself uh, onto it, uh, and then I'm going to. Ooh. I don't know. I guess. I guess I'm gonna cast scorching ray. Okay. Yeah. At the, at the fish. Sure. So. Yeah. As I'm dangling around, the 22 to hit. Yep. Do 22. The first one hits, you get two more. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. I forget. It's three total shots. 21 absolutely hits. Oh, it's a 10. As you're like swinging back and forth here, two of the three do indeed hit, which is great. That's pretty awesome. Go ahead and roll the fire damage. Seven on the first and five on the second for a total of 12 more points of fire damage here. Nicely done. Okay. And uh, I guess bonus action, use that force ballista. Yeah, okay. Which is, uh, I believe, yeah, I don't remember. It's been so long. It has been a while. 
your bonus action, you, you basically have a force cannon or coming out of your, your chest here. 17 absolutely hits. That's 2d8. For 2d8, more force damage. Wow. Yeah, another eight points of damage. And at this point, the fish has taken quite a lot of hits. But you realize something here, both Helene and AAA, uh, and probably more specifically AAA, as you're like dangling and you're, you're being pulled down to the gravity plane of the asteroid. But we are now exiting the radius of the gravity plane of the asteroid. You are starting to lose the weight that you have and starting to just float without much uh, uh, gravity holding you down. Uh, I, I guess it out of the side of my mouth as I'm biting on this rope. Uh, hey there, uh, boss. It, make it hard to breathe momentarily. Yup. Okay. Sartell from the, the, the side here, she can't reach you with anything. <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure what to do here. Pine, can you sword. help them? All right, that's good. Helene, you're on top of the fish. Yeah. What do you want to and, do? And uh, at fear of reaching anywhere and losing my grip, we're going to shock the fucking shit out of this fish. <laughs> okay. Um, and we're gonna use shocking grasp. Absolutely, yeah. It's still like the entire time here. It's not that like you're sitting on it. It's shaking you. It's trying to like cast you off here. So you're gonna reach out and try and grab it. Uh, with your shocking grasp spell, go ahead and roll. I imagine I'm holding on to something like I've never held on to something before. <laughs> a 12! Unfortunately, it pitches away just as you're able to get the spell off here and you're unable to make contact with the fish as you're just dangling off the side now, barely holding on. Um, yep. Okay. Yep, that's all I got. All right. <laughs> Xanth is going to make a way forward here. Pine, Pine, what do we do? You're going to fire off a couple more of these shots. Six on the first, 22 on the second. The 22 will find the mark for 16 total points. Our fishy friend is looking very much injured at this point. Definitely bloodied. But as it pulls everyone outside the gravity plane, Aline, you begin to like float here. You're still holding on, right? You begin to float weightlessly. Mm -hmm. AAA, you do as well. And what this allows is for Big Mama to basically make a swing around in the zero G and come back to try and gulp you down. Big, wide mouth here coming closer to you. Uh, it's going to make a swallowing bite. That is a 27 to hit. Is that, that's on me. Mm. 27 to hit, triple uh, A. 27, uh, yeah, definitely not going to be able to. Swallowed by the fish. This will deal, oh my gosh. This deals 51 piercing damage. Shit just got biblical. 51 <laughs> piercing damage. And I'm you dead. are swallowed. Wait, or be swallowed. I need a dexterity saving throw. <laughs> Okay, yeah. I get a plus it, one of these because of my cloak. So it's already there? I added the cloak? All oh, of it's already perfect. included. A 14, 14 is not enough. Damn it. Oh, no. We watch as our autonome friend AAA gets swallowed into the fish's mouth. So do I take the damage? A, you take the damage. A swallowed creature is blinded and restrained. Uh, and takes acid damage at the start of each of Big Mama's turns. 
due to the digestive juices of the gullet. As you are swallowed, however, you do come very much in contact with a tiny little mechanical bird that is pockmarked and has different, like, holes in its metallic body now, no longer looking much like a bird, but truly the robot that it is. It goes, I blame you for this. Triple <laughs> A, as he, as he comes in and takes this damage, uh, and I'm going to go unconscious. <laughs> Before my eyes blink and just shut down, I'm just gonna reach up with like a shaky, like glitchy hand, like and just like tip my hat to the bird. <laughs> <laughs> and Triple A has been swallowed. Pine, what do you want to do? All right, we're gonna attempt to uh, fry this fish. I'd like to use my nat twenty. Okay, what are we doing? It. What are we using? Well, you see here. I'm gonna go ahead and uh, use a fireball. Fireball? Yeah, no. <laughs> scorching ray. There we go. Okay, so, scor so here's, here's the scorching ray would apply to one of the attacks, right? So one of them gets the natural 20. All right, so that one ray would get doubled, but you still have three total attacks against the creature. So one gets the nat 20, and then you're gonna roll two more standard rolls. For more scorching ray. Cool? Make sense? All right, cool. So the first one's a nat 20. We're good there. 24 on the next, 25 on the one after that. So what I'm going to want you to do here is you're going to click that scorching ray button uh, four times. That'll include the double for us for the for the nat 20 spent there. Nice. Excellent. Six, five, uh, 11, and another six. So 22, Damn. 27 total points of damage as fire lances out from Pine's many different hands. Um, it must succeed. Having dealt enough damage, the scaver Big Mama must succeed on a constitution saving throw of which it fails and Triple A and the bird get regurgitated out. Triple A still dangling from the rope. The thing is, the bird was on the other end of the rope. Oh boy. Triple A, I would love for you to roll me a D100. Oh, perfect. I'm unconscious dangling with this bird. Uh-huh. A 40. The rope doesn't get snagged on any one of the teeth. Our bird and Triple A are just floating out in space outside <laughs> of the gravity plane. Okay? All right. Uh, excellent pine bonus action or otherwise. Good usage of that nat 20, too. Nope, good. Nope, okay. I'm good. Yep, Crux sees the bird. Bolly, oh no, Bolly. Uh. He's gonna take his rope and attach it to this here. And he's going to attempt to run and jump outside of the gravity plane to go help you. How high is he going to jump for that? Uh, he ha he does have a strength score of 18. And it's more out than it is up. Oh, yeah. For him to escape the gravity plane. So that's what he's going to do. He rolls a 23 on his athletics check. And is going to leap outwards. So he's going to be able to get, with a running start... He can get up to that 20-foot arc and outside the gravity plane of the asteroid. So now he's floating out here with a rope. 
attempting to get to AAA and more likely his parent. Either way, AAA, it is your turn, and I need a death saving throw. <laughs> okay. Fortunately, it's oh. not an auto fail. That, that's a 10. That's one success. We take those. Woo. Yeah. Fortunately, you're not being digested, so it's not an auto yep. fail. We love that. Um, I think Sartell, with this, she can't help, so she's just going to run down here to perform the help action on the rope when Crux is able to get to you all. Uh, that'll be her thing. Helene, you are still on the fish. What do you want to do? You're damn right I am. What's You're the play? Right I am. Uh, Helene is going to attempt to stand up and run up the eye stalk. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And and try to affect the eyeball to steer it like a horse towards the rock. <laughs> I love it. First things first, acrobatics check to balance on the damn thing and get up there. Okay? Yep. And then the second thing Hopefully I'm going to want you to not do. too much of a problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. then, uh, we'll see how this goes first. Let's see if you get there. Okay. That is a step. <laughs> you get up to the mm -hmm. eye stalk, slip. Roll me a dexterity saving throw. Nice. You grab onto the eye stalk holding it there as it's like looking down at you and there's just teeth in the maw directly in front of you. <laughs> uh <-huh. laughs> you can still attempt to direct it by doing this, but it may not be easy. Uh-huh. You still want to try that? Uh... Like swing it around by the eye stalk? So I'm hanging from the eye stalk right now, right? Staring into its mouth, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. <laughs> oh, let's see. How badly have we damaged it so far? It is definitely bloodied. Um, and you watch okay, the okay. last spells like lancing through its flesh, right? You can smell Got it. It smells much like the food that you just had, right? It's like it's this barbecued scaver steak. Okay. So then, while basically staring into its eyeball, I want to uh, I want to cast sleep. Okay, uh, sleep here. Does it have somatic components? Does it have S next to it? Not I that it, I see. I think it does, but it might. But I don't. I don't. So it should be V, S, and I M click. are the are the different ones here. It is it's, one it's action. V. It's all of them. Okay. So what I want you to do is because you're holding on to this and you still have to perform the somatic component for it, um, mm -hmm. roll me your, basically your spell casting ability. So this will be like your, the strength of your spell if you're able to get this off in your current position, all right? Your level of focus. Does that make sense? So wait. What is your spell uh, what casting am I rolling? ability? What is your spell casting ability? I believe it's intelligence. Oh, is it intelligence? Um, Cause you're a, is it intelligence? Because I'm a rogue. You are an um, arcane trickster, yes, which means you're, you're, yeah. you're is intelligent. It intel so this okay. is going to just be basically an intelligence check. So can you okay. alter the spell while in this area to be able to cast it single-handedly while dangling mm -hmm. from the fish, realizing that... While you're here, the sleep spell is going to affect your area. 
You know that, right? It's an mm -hmm. area of effect spell. Yep. Okay. Excellent. Roll me the Let's intelligence check. Let's see if you can make this work. It is a six. Okay. The sleep spell is going to go off. Roll me the sleep spell. Let's see how it affects the area. Oh, um... Wait, how does her... Can I cast a level two? Can you? Uh, you do not have any level two spell slots. Looking yeah, at your sheet, it doesn't okay. even say you have any level ones left, but that's okay. For 20 total oh. points. Oh, I haven't reset it. That's probably okay. why. For 20 total points, Helene, uh, as the sleep powder settles both over you and Big Mama, huh. you watch as it <laughs> seems to get a little sneezy and then is unaffected by the sleep spell. It roars out at you, and you watch as its jaws get ever closer to chomping down. Got it. Okay. You have a bonus action remaining. Anything you uh, want to do? Can I, um, can I dash on top of the eyeball You're so I'm not hanging anymore? hanging from it? Uh, yeah. I'm going to need a check of some kind of athletics or acrobatics to get back up. Yeah. Okay. Uh, ooh, I can do acrobatics. 15. Yeah, absolutely. That'll be enough. You'd like swing yourself back up onto its its back using your bonus action dash. Okay. All right. Okay. Xanth, watching all of this chaos, is going to come up to Pine and be like, Pine, do, do you want me to just keep shooting at him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We want that. All right. Uh, and Xanth will let off two more radiant arrows in that direction. The 21 will hit for another 17 total points of damage. Uh, and then it is Big Mama's turn. Okay. Uh, Aline, he's going to try. Big Mama's going to try and shake you. Okay. Uh, so it's going to be contested checks here, either acrobatics or... Uh, um, Athletics for you. The DC here is 24. Okay. I need a 24 athletics or acrobatics from Helene. As he tries to mm. shake, as Big Mama tries to shake you off. 20. Oh. It's, it's close. But unfortunately, Big Mama is able to shake you from uh, the top here. And basically, you just go floating out into space. Now, remember, as soon as you're outside of the gravity plane and in this, you are current. You're not suffocating, but you do have, like, mm -hmm. only your constitution modifier left of air. All right? Mm -hmm. So you're out there, and now Big Mama's action was to just do that, and now she's going to circle around you and, per like, prepare herself to try and swallow you on the next turn. Um, yep. Using a bonus action, Big Mama emits a magical ray from her eye that targets you, Helene. And I need a wisdom saving throw. Ooh. Good save. Yeah. Just barely over it. You feel fear kind of clench at you here, and you're able to fight it down. Okay. Pine. What do you want to do? AAA is floating out unconscious in the middle of space. Aline also outside the air bubble, floating in space. Big Mama come around to try and bite them. What do you want to do? 
All right, so... This is what I'm gonna do. I got a, I got a grappling hook. All right. Okay. And I'm gonna make Sparkle, uh, Sparkle Twilight Eyes. I'm gonna make him hold uh, one end, the grapple hook end, while I tie the other thing to rest of me. And I'm gonna jump out there and I'm gonna try paddle. Okay. <laughs> to to Helene or AAA? Uh, to uh, to AAA. Okay, so you, so Crux is going out there and you want to go there too. Oh, wait, no. I see Crux going over there, and yeah. so I'm going to go to Helene. Okay. Now, what I need from you, this is a, a long jump, right? You get a running start, and then you leap out, right? I need an athletics check to see how much distance you can potentially get here. If you escape, basically, you have to jump far enough to escape the gravity plane of the asteroid that is an eight pine that is an eight you take your running jump but you don't clear the edge of the gravity plane and you find yourself oscillating back and forth at the center of the gravity plane anything else you'd like to try and do Yeah, I'd like to, uh... <laughs> I'd like to try and wiggle my way out of this oscillating field. Okay, you have the rope. You could pull yourself back, right? Uh, so you could do that. Uh, but other than that, you're kind of just, again, remember, like, really early on on the Moon Dancer where we kicked that dude off and he was just, like, oscillating on the Moon Dancer's damn gravity plane? That's the experience you're having right now. Oh man, it's like I'm, it's like I, I made somebody experience this before. It's crazy. Yeah, it's uh, wild. Uh, it's, so yeah, you can try and drag yourself back. It'll take the rest of your movement to do so. Uh. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and try to. <laughs> okay. All right, we can drag yourself back to the like kind of clambering up on the side of the asteroid here. You got a bonus okay, action what? left. I'm going to tell you that Man, much. Dark lies. Yes? Man, I'm not as young as I used to be. You know? How old are you, I anyway? need you to throw me! Oh! <laughs> um, alright, yeah. And he'll come up to you and... Sure, that'll be his I next ability. I need you to ability. throw my right now! <laughs> okay. On his turn, Xanth will attempt to help you to throw you that direction to escape the gravity plane, Okay. All right, uh, Crux, outside the gravity plane, swimming towards AAA. Uh, let's see. Considering it's difficult terrain because he's swimming it, he will be able to get to AAA. He's going to grab onto you, and he's going to yell, All right, Sartell, bring us in! Looks up, I'm so sorry, Polly. And for the first time, he sees Polly. That is just this mechanical thing. What happened to Polly? Oh! <laughs> But he's got a tight grip on you, AAA. Unfortunately, he can't heal you. <laughs> Perfect. But he's got you here. All right. AAA, I need another death save. Oh. That's another 10. Two successes. We take Woo. those. Sartell is going to start reeling you both in. Uh, as soon as you get back into the gravity plane, you start kind of oscillating back and forth as she is hauling you back up 
to the dock. This will take her full action to do so, but she will be able to get you here. That's her whole turn. Helene, you are floating out in space. What do you yeah. want to do? Oh, is this stupid or is this super smart? Oh. <laughs> it can only be smart. smart. It's only <laughs> smart. It can only be smart. You don't even know what I'm thinking. <laughs> uh. Remember, this is just Muppets in space. It's all smart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, okay. So Big Mom is coming at me mouth yeah. open, I assume. Yeah, absolutely. It's like a scene out of Jaws. Uh, <laughs> uh, we're gonna we're gonna starlight step into the mouth. Okay. <laughs> we're gonna starlight step into the mouth. Oh, mouth agape. Uh huh. <laughs> we're gonna take um uh we're gonna take our our uh yeah yeah our dagger. Uh-huh. Assuming this wasn't a move movement, but all oh, this buzz but this was something. It was a bonus uh, so action. I can't use uh can't steady aim. Yes. Oh I can okay, so we're gonna use steady aim. You already use your bonus action to start like step. Right. Okay. So no steady aim. So we're just gonna we're just gonna stab stab it right in the freaking tongue. I assume it's got a tongue. Uh, sure, yeah. Right in its right in its tongue, where right in all its tongue. those nerve endings are. Where it hurts the most. Uh-huh. <laughs> you teleport into its mouth and you go to stab and like the jaws just slam down around you. <laughs> Unfortunately, that is a natural one, Helene. I don't think that hits. <laughs> What do you mean? <laughs> I am I am not sure that hits. All right. That's that's all of it, Helene. Zant yep. looks down at Pine and goes, Did you sure you want to go out there? I'm positive. Now throw me. All right. And Xanth will basically, he's just going to try and he's going to perform the help action for you to make the athletic check with advantage next time. Okay. Uh, so he is ready to do that. Big Mama is just going to slam their mouth shut around Helene. Uh, Helene, this is going to just hurt so bad. Uh, this will be 40 points of piercing damage. And you are swallowed by the creature. Okay. I need a dexterity saving throw to try and prevent being swallowed. Is this the time to use it? Hey, man, it is up to you. <laughs> can I? While it's... While, can I Can I change fate here? <clears throat> to where while it's closing its mouth so quickly because of how maybe it's dumbfounded it is by the fact that I just jumped into its mouth. Or it didn't even really see me going to the mouth, just felt something. Stuck its tongue out and bit its tongue off? <laughs> play your card, Helene. I'm playing my fake play, card. Play your card. Yeah, you can drag it out from your little holdings there. Place it out on the, uh, on the field. 
And uh, uh, we'll just... We'll make it a little bigger for everyone at home. The fate card has been played. Fate has been changed. And in this, Helene is able to dodge out of the way of the bite and Big Mama slams through her own tongue, dealing 40 points of damage to herself. There is a... <laughs> and then a bunch of like swallowing action here. So I do need Helene still the dexterity saving throw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As yeah. also the mouth just begins filling with blood. <laughs> that is a 12. <laughs> Helene, the blood and the tongue all get swallowed. <laughs> yep. Does that dilute the acid? It might. We're going to find out. Helene, you avoid the majority of the damage, but you do find yourself being digested. So, okay, yeah. okay. Fate has been changed, but now Big Mama is kind of, let's see. I, I think I'm going to have her make a con check here. That is a natural one. Big Mama doesn't immediately try and leave, but seems to be like, as most animals would, just kind of panicked, circling around, trying to figure out what's happening. Uh, okay. Pine. Do you still want to make this jump? Yeah? Alright. Oh, yeah. With the help from Xanth, you have advantage. Go ahead and roll <laughs> me that athletics check, and let's see how far you can go. Come on. You got this. 21! Xanth launches you, and you leap out and across here, able to cover... The 30 feet out necessary to be floating in the astral space here next to the big mama. Okay. Yes. You're out there. What do you want to do yeah. now? So is that cons that was my action, right? Or yep. was it? You're going to have bonus action, action and okay. some movement. Uh, can I like possibly swim on over there? And yeah, like so latch on. Yeah, trying to move out in, in zero G here. So there are some for everyone at home. Yes, I understand there are specific rules for this, but I think it's much funnier if my players can just like, I don't know, swim in weightlessness. You also launch yourself out there, so your momentum is still going to carry you in that direction. So with that, you're gonna be able to travel, I think, yeah, another ten feet, which is like right around where Big Mama is. You're out here. You're there. Now what? Can I, can I latch onto it? Uh, that would be the next turn. You have a bonus action okay. left, so you got something. You have something quick here. Whatever quick thing you might think to do. Uh, I get out my rusty knives. <laughs> uh huh. And make ready. Yeah, I make ready. Okay. All right. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, Crux here. Um, as he's looking over his poor little bird, Elena will yell at him, Commodore, help him. Oh, right, of course, yes. <laughs> Gonna attempt a medicine check and pulls out like some bandages and things, realizes he's looking down at a, a mechanical object, has no idea what he's doing. I rolled a two on a medicine check to try and save AAA here. Commodore Crux is unable to do so. Triple A, I need another death save. Here we go. Ah, oh, come on. 
one failure. Okay. Sartell looks down at Triple A and says, I do not know how to fix him. I, I, I'm not sure how we get this done. Uh, I don't have any potions. Pine! Do you, can you heal him? And Pine's just out there, knives, about to drive into ah! this bitch. Helene, at the top of your turn, having been swallowed, you are blinded, restrained, and you take 11 points of acid damage. Okay. Okay? It is now your turn. You cannot see anything, and you cannot move. What do you want to do? Cannot see anything, cannot move. <clears throat> Would, would shocking grasp hurt myself? There's one way to find out. We're just gonna have to freaking do it. Does I, I, conduct I, electricity? Yeah, does, does stomach bile yeah, conduct electricity? We're gonna do some blood magic. Okay, this Here is we with, go. with dis disadvantage. So you okay. can roll it again, but a nine, a nine is gonna miss anyways. As you basically, you try to shock here, but you can't find a way to move your arm enough to even get the spell active. You have a bonus action remaining. <clears throat> um... <laughs> I, I want to wiggle in such a way that actually gets me maybe closer to the, um, you know, the business end of, uh, of the end of digestion. <laughs> you can certainly try. Uh, roll Just me an athletics. Wiggle. Let's see if it results in anything. That's a nine. You try it. You're giving it the effort. Let, let's put it that way. I don't know if you're going to get there, but you're giving it the effort. We appreciate that. Okay. Xanth uh, here, as he's holding on to the rope, he's, go, Pine, go! And that's, you know, about all he can do. Um, Shoot an arrow, push her further. <laughs> Big Mama, Sans Tongue, does note, Pine, that you are here and is going to whip around and attempt to bite you. I think... Wow, that's rather... It is a 12 to hit as you're able to just nibbly dodge in zero G out of the way of some jaws as they slam down in front of you, blood spilling everywhere out of Big Mama's mouth. Pine, this positions you very nicely directly in front of Big Mama's face. What do you want to do? I'm gonna stab his eye! <laughs> okay. <laughs> Go ahead and roll the hit. Okay, let's see here. Oh, I don't have my rusty kitchen knives. <laughs> As like a... A dagger is fine. <laughs> do you have a dagger on you? Dagger. <laughs> but she wanted to use the rust. I know. Poison damage. <laughs> uh, no, I don't you don't have even a have a dagger. You hang on, I got you. <laughs> I don't even have a dagger. <laughs> when roll twenty eventually brings it up for me, we're just gonna drop that bad boy in there. All right, at the bottom of your attacks, you have a dagger. Ah, there we go. Okay. 
Yeah, there we go. Okay. A 24 absolutely hits. Go ahead and roll dagger damage for seven. And then you have multiple hands. This is the first time you like really get to do this. You get to stab with another dagger if you'd like to. Yeah! Because you have many hands. And I think, isn't there like another thing that you get to do with those hands? Hang on. Your sheet does not want to open for me. What, what them hands do. Yeah, what them hands do. Uh, secondary arms can manipulate an object. Open, close a container, pick up, set down, tiny energy. Wield a weapon that has the light property. Um, so you have three offhand attacks, Pine, with your daggers. Because you have four arms. So one is a primary arm attack, and then you have the second one, the third one, and the fourth one. All of them are offhand attacks. Oh my god. But you can make all of those attacks. Imagine a three keen rope. Yeah. So with offhanded attacks, how, do I roll it differently? So, or? so we only take the, the die damage. That is the only okay. thing that comes into play here is when you do the damage. Otherwise, it is rolled the exact same. So you're, that's okay. the second one does hit. The third one just hits. And the last one will also hit. So the first is okay. seven. The second is another two for the for the damage. And then you're going to be able to roll these two more. So we're at nine total. Then plus the three is a, another three and three. Okay. Yeah. So it'll be 15 total points of dagger damage as you stab all four times with your rusty kitchen knives into the creature. Um... Yeah, after Big Mama, um, well, really hurt herself in this? Pine, what does it look like as you kill Big Mama? Well, you see here, I'm filled with intense rage as it attempted to eat my friends. So, I am now fueled by, uh, a burning, searing light within me, and I feel like it is the, uh, uh, great blessing of the great light in space, and I proceed to stab the eyeball stock multiple times with my rusty knife and my last, uh, stab will essentially attempt to cut it off. Perfect, and you do so, a little eyeball stock, thoof falls away and begins spinning lifelessly in space. And as uh, the scaver becomes lifeless here, its mouth hangs open, blood just kind of dribbling out and floating in little globules in the zero G. And our combat here comes to an end. The issue is we're not done yet because one of our dear friends is lying on the dock dying. Pine, that is your I turn. Also may, uh, yeah. Maybe drowning, maybe soon. Maybe <laughs> you may be drowning, maybe soon. But also, Commodore Crux looks down at AAA and and, and just I, I don't I don't know what to do. I have I've never worked on one of these things. Topola, Topola, help us. Do one of the gnomes know how to help? And Topola will like come to the door and look out, see what's happened with Big Mom. Oh my. Looks like you did rather well. Uh, Orwick, three, six, one, and eight. Please do come out here and assist our friend uh, Triple A. And the four autonomes will come trundling out of the building here. Uh, and as they make their way towards the deck, they begin removing pieces of themselves. And as they crowd around AAA, you know, closer uh, to the to the shoreline here, they begin rebuilding you, utilizing the pieces of their body. 
This will bring you back up to one hit point. You are functional, and you are now made of slightly different pieces in some locations. With that, our combat does indeed end, but we hey need boss. to find out what happens to Helene. Hey boss, are you in there? We're trying to pry open our mouth. Hello? Helene, I need an oh. athletics check for you to get out of here or you're gonna start drowning. Am I able to assist? Uh, Helene, yeah, let, Helene needs to do the first one first because you've already done your action. A 12. 12 is going to be enough because it's not living anymore. You're able to drag yourself out of the acidic bile of the creature, and you are now just, like, hanging out the front bloody mouth of Big Mama. <laughs> so bad we <laughs> want to go the other direction. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to. <laughs> oh, man, you, oh, man, you stink. What are you doing? Don't you, don't you, don't you always think I stink? Is this anything new? No, I mean, this time you like really stink. Oh God, you gross, don't touch me. That's, Pine, no. Pine, can you grab onto Helene so I can reel you in? Yeah, sure. Yeah, oh, grab onto me. Yeah, don't touch me. Uh, grab onto the, grab onto the carcass and I'll hold the carcass. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, the, hold, this is the this is the goo from the carcass. No, no, don't touch me. Just grab onto the carcass. Oh, God. Santa Sa Sa looks at you grabbing onto the fish. He's like, oh, it's going to be real heavy. All right, yeah. Um, Crocs, a little help. Commodore Crocs will come trundling over. And with some assistance, making its way back through the gravity plane, able to kind of haul you up onto the asteroid here. Again, uh, AAA, you are now conscious, though, like, looking up in the midst of all of these autonomes, one of them's, like, missing an arm now. Another one's got its belly open with all of its mechanical things, just kind of, like, helping build your gears back. I like to I like to think that my eyes, like, just power back up, and I sit straight up mm -hmm. with my gun still in my hands and just fire them wild, wildly into the air. It's, like, in the <laughs> middle of an action <laughs> that I was yeah. in. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Pardon me, fellas. Uh, what happened to your... Oh, seems you, you're missing a few parts. There's some nods, and then one of them, like, points to different bits of now rather shiny pieces of metal on your body. Oh, well, <clears throat> well this is embarrassing. Uh, thank you. They just kind of I don't nod. have anything for you. They just look at you. <laughs> they don't say anything. They just look at you. Top of goes, oh, Wix, come on inside. Don't bother. Oh, sorry. I totally forgot her. She was a Southern accent. Ha. <laughs> Y'all did real well. Now, don't bother AAA. Now, come on inside and get back to work. We'll have them come back inside and continue working on the garden. They don't. Yeah, AAA. We had stop doiling around and come here and, and do your function. Acquire. <clears throat> yeah, my, my apologies. Is he gonna take that rope from the rest of the crew and put it in the end of it in his mouth and let them winch his arm? <laughs> <laughs> just a uh, not very not very hard. Just a quick slap to to pine salt. Hey, hey, talk what? Back. What? Don't touch me! <laughs> and it's at this moment, Helene. You feel something wash over you. 
Other than the spit and other grime than and stuff? That, it does feel like, however, you're missing something. My dignity? Potentially. <laughs> the Fool card. Oh, wonderful. Oh. This, for us and everyone at home, the Fool card we play a little bit differently uh, in that you lose something. A memory, a sense, a bond, a feeling. What do you lose? Um... <clears throat> something big or something small or something medium there's a lot of things there are a lot of things we can lose here yeah it's not an object right it's a piece of self that is lost yeah no yeah for sure it would be i think for the most part for her specifically especially because of all of these because of what we walked into and you know this lady being very very much a horrible horrible person um she would probably lose a small chunk of her soul and be a little bit more it would cause her to be a little bit more cold and have a little bit less of a grasp on the reality of people being mean or nice to each other okay okay you feel that kind of wash over you here as you're like looking at Pine and you know telling them to not speak to AAA in that fashion. But you feel that sense of self. Maybe your heart's not in it. It was so it would turn into so it'd be a slap as like a immediate reaction of like don't you know don't be don't be mean don't be rude, but then kind of wash over her of like, eh, I guess do whatever you want. Okay, boss. Boss. What's up? What? Why? Why are you looking at me like that? Did you swallow some of that icky stuff? No. 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 It's fine. It's fine. Just. Okay. It's fine. Topola comes out. Well, that was well done. I did not expect it to be so harrowing an experience, but I'm very happy that you were able to handle it. Now, for sure, you are able to uh, utilize my, uh, well, my little wild space Ori. I will give that to you. But while you were fighting, I did, I did have a bit of an epiphany, a bit of a thought on something that we could do. I thought of something, someone that we may be able to call, an old friend of mine that could, uh, well, provide you with a ship, first of all, because I do not expect you to take on the entire empire from my humble abode, but you will need a way to go, and, well, he does owe me a bit of a favor, he's, uh, a bit of a pirate. Name's Grimzard Garganhale. He's fought many battles against astral elves, and, well, we had a bit of a tryst that never amounted to much. Peacefully broke up. He comes by from time to time trying to win my heart back. Bless his soul. He has a small fleet of ships and may be able to be 
persuadence if I call in that favor. Now do please come inside. Uh, I do think there might be a storm coming along. As you look off towards the horizon, there's this cosmic energy that is beginning to roil off and away. I would suggest we come inside and take a bit of a rest. Yeah, I could use a little bit of a a breather. Okay. And entering yeah, into the tower. She will shut the door, and you will note that she closes like any of the openings that she had opened here, any of the windows are all just closed. She closes up the, the front door here as well. And just, you know, storms like this can come and go, and sometimes they last longer than others, but you, we will be safe inside here, and I will set myself to send in Grimzard, and hopefully he can come out the other side there. So take yourselves a little rest, and good work on the whole Big Mama thing. She hands over to Helene, uh, the Wild Space Oriole. It is a portable, portable arcane device that can track positions and movements of all suns, planets, moons, and comets within the system itself. Projects a display of those bodies in space above its current location. In the display, a white pulsating pinprick of light marks the Ori's location. Little portable map action. Cool. All right, put this in. Put this in my bag. All right. So go ahead and take a short rest if you would like to, spending hit die as you would, gaining whatever <laughs> you can from that. Um, yeah, tri triple A took that. Uh, took the big bites. Uh, I don't even know how many hit die I have. I'm gonna figure that out. <laughs> I'm gonna need all of them. Uh, so, yeah, you should have recovered some from the long rest. You get half the total value back. So I expect you guys had all of yours at some point. So right. Mm -hmm. I think I, uh, Just depends on how many you want to spend. I got six. Probably had to spend all six. Okay. Excellent. So. As you are resting... Topola goes up to her observatory and apparently sends a message off to this Grimzod Garganhale. She comes back during the middle of your residence. He seems amenable to it all. Says he'll come meet us. And that uh, he'd be happy to see me, which I no, don't find overly surprising. He should be here in an hour or so, as long as that storm doesn't hold him up. So you continue your rest. Is there anything that you would like to do in the intervening amount of time as you like have this this storm assailing the tower? Mm. Uh, okay. No, I got I nothing. I was, I was, I, I think, I think very specifically, she, uh, Helene's gonna just be sitting there, kind of staring into nothing. Not even in a trance. Triple A will, will come over to Lane for, for just a, a minute. <clears throat> well, you know, that was a that was a close one there. Hmm. Yeah, what? luckily, yeah, yeah, close one. You, we, well, I was, I got knocked out. You, I don't even know how you got out, but 
Yeah, I mean, you know, it, uh, I, I, it's not the first time that uh, something like that has happened. Uh, uh, you all right? Well, yeah, I think so. Thanks to the uh, uh, those gentlemen over there. Uh, uh, yeah, cool. All right, yeah. Um, what did you need something? Well, no, no, I don't. I don't think think I did, but uh, well, uh, I guess I'll just take a take a stroll. He's kind of <laughs> sensing the the odd mood of Helene. He's gonna walk over to the uh, the other otter gnomes. Mm-hmm. Well, I uh, just wanted to say thank you again for uh, for providing me with the, the parts. Uh, although, uh, you know, I'm sorry that you now uh, sands an arm. Yeah, they kind of gather around you here. Um, Perfect. And things that you've noticed is that, like, they don't really talk. They don't really say or do much more than what Topola tells them. But the one missing an arm speaks up well now we can go on adventures just like you oh well <clears throat> see oh see I was under the impression uh, from your employer that uh, that you all didn't speak or, or think really we do not speak often we do not think often we are happy here our directive keeps us happy but sometimes, and they all like look at each other and nod, and just he points with his remaining arm towards the door, we see the expanse of space and wonder what could be. Well, uh, you know what, I think, uh, I think that's a, that's a nice sentiment and uh, maybe someday you will, you all just start writing your own directives. Yeah, there's like, they look around at each other and nod and as an autonome, you can... It's hard to sense emotion from mechanical beings. But being one yourself, that the like subtle changes in like the ticking of each of their gears and things like that, you sense this excitement. The pace of their mechanics has changed. Maybe we will. Maybe we will. Uh, maybe someone will uh, leave the side door of the ship open in case anyone wants to stow away. <laughs> as he as he kind of walks off, yeah. whistling. Yeah, <laughs> it, again, whistle. it's like these like weird mechanical clicks and whirs and whatever. They they seem to speed up. It would be like for us, like heartbeats going slightly faster in excitement here. And it seems that yeah, your interference interference as it is here has affected this. Let's, let's just kind of plant that seed of, uh, mm-hmm. of stowing away on the ship and then kind of walk away. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Okay. Anything else you would like to do with your rest? We get to the next point. I think I'm good. Okay. Uh, I'm probably staring at a candle. Yeah. <laughs> there are a good amount of like funny. magical flames in the area, right? Okay. This, this yeah. Defragments the, deep, all, deep the brain. And the only and the only thing that you sometimes hear are just these really weird clicking bug noises. As I'm staring at a light. 
you, it, I think... well, it, it, if you are making these noises, Helene would probably like maybe say something quick like, "Can you can you stop? Can you stop with that the noises?" Ah, still clicking. And <laughs> whatever. I think Topla is there taking notes on you as you're looking at the light. How, how long have you been attracted to various different lights? Click, click. What kinds of lights can you see? Click, 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 click. Interesting, interesting. I do like this so much. I, how many of your kind are there? Click, click. You have a home? Uh, what, what was the name of your family? Click. Interesting, interesting. That'll go on for some time with just clicks being jotted down as like dashes and lines and dots and things. She's, she'll figure it out eventually, probably. I don't know. But <laughs> the storm does come to an end. And Topola stops in her note-taking and looks up and goes, Oh, I do believe he has arrived. Come now, let us uh, go greet the man. Can, As you... Yeah, go ahead. Can I ask what Crux was doing with... with the bird? Polly. Yeah. <laughs> during that time. He's been looking down at the mechanical bird and goes, Oh, Polly... I never knew you were made of a machine part. You were my best friend. My only friend for a long time. I think, yeah, during this AAA, after you have your conversation with the gnomes, he would come to you. Um, I don't know if you can, or if it would be any trouble. Um, do you think you could fix Polly? <clears throat> well, uh, well, I guess uh, you are aware that your parrot was a, a machine. I don't care what he was. There was a long stretch of time where it was just me and him. And he was always there at my side. Machine or not, he looks at you. Could still be friends. Well, uh, well, I suppose uh, he did try. He did uh, threaten to kill me, but you know what? Uh, people have done worse. So he's gonna take the bird. I'm sure he didn't mean it. anything by it. Pets little Polly's metallic exterior. Yeah, yeah he'll he'll, he'll take him. Polly to you. Um, looking down at the bird, it is in distinct disrepair. The acid has eaten through a lot of the various different gears uh, and metallic pieces of the bird. Even one of its metallic eyes, the ones that had like focused on you previously, one of them is now missing. Probably lost inside of Big Mama somewhere. It's going to take some time for you to fix some tools and probably a bench to do all the work on. But it doesn't look impossible. Yeah, I will... Uh... Is there is there any of that for me to do that here, or is it gonna be potentially? Take but it with us. We gotta, we gotta, we might have to take it on the road. Okay. Might have to take <laughs> it on the road. Um, as the storm begins to fade here, Topola has everyone come outside of the house here to greet one Garganale. You see at the edge of your vision here, the swirling colors of the storm, a ship exits 
out of it. And it looks, well, a little rough. Pieces of the ship seem to be just falling apart. The sails are ripped to pieces as it sails out of the cosmic radiance of the storm. And you can see things on the ship. Creatures. Through the lightning flashes in the blue and purple clouds, the illuminating silhouette of the galleon here. Ghastly mariners stand on the deck and cling to the rigging, staring at you with unblinking eyes. As the ship makes a closer approach here, the sounds and creaking of its rigging and, well, rather disrepaired deck, audible. The galleon's captain finally steps into view, a pallid, white-haired man with a barred faceplate covering the lower half of his face. His left hand detaches at his wrist and scuttles up his arm onto his shoulder. His long white hair flows behind him in what would be considered somewhat of a wind. And he waves at you. The hand waves at you as well with its fingers. Crux looks back at Topola and then out towards the hand and growls, keeping a hand holstered on one of his pistols. Vampirates. And with that, we will come to the end of our show today. Oops. Wrong button there. Vampirates. Vampirates. Vampirates? What? Vamp. Mm -hmm. Pirates. Thank you, everyone, for participating, watching today. Gang's all here! Woo! Yeah! God, it was good. Here. It was great Gang's to have y'all here. here, too. Man, it felt really good having you here. I'm so happy you guys yeah. got to play today. We're going to do some shout-outs as we go around. Uh, I had a blast. I hope you guys at home did as well. Uh, Dan! Dan, where can we find you on the internet? I am Dan or Dan Otaj. Uh, you can find me on uh, Twitch and YouTube and, you know, Instagram and Twitter and everywhere. It's all the same name, Dan Otaj. Uh, I've been playing a ton of uh, Escape from Tarkovia uh, and, uh, you know, never escaping as we do. It's uh, It's been a time, man, watching you play that game. It looks like it's been rough. <laughs> uh, it's been, it, you know, it goes both ways. Yesterday was rough. The day before that was really good. And then, you know, it goes back and it forth. It goes back and forth. Pretty much. As it do. Mm -hmm. Welcoming back to the table after what was hopefully a great holiday. Drew, Mudcat, where can we find you on the internet? Yep, you can find me uh, right here uh, on Twitch as uh, Mudcat, or uh, you can find me as Mudcat TV on socials. Uh, more importantly, you can find me the 20 Deathmatch on Twitch, YouTube, all socials. Uh, we are prepping for season four. Here in the next few weeks so uh look forward to look forward to the new season yeah from the top rope hell yeah glad to have you back at the table glad to have the gang all here pine cat where Hi. can we find you on the internet you can find me at twitch.tv slash i'm cat or on twitter at i'm cat cat i'm currently taking the week off to get a lot of my uh stuff around my place all done and figured out and whatnot. I'm also working on a brand new dumpster cat for a stream. So hopefully that'll be for next week. 
Excellent. I love it. Uh, this has been Spelljammer. Adventures in Spasse. Thank you for Spase. being here. Spasse. And uh, we'll see you next week, Friday, 5 p.m. Eastern, for more of this. Bye, everyone.